Glass Podcast Network. Trump doctors lined up to push rapid U.S. reopening. Battered Bronx neighborhood shaken by sickness and fear. Republican political operatives are recruiting what are described as extremely pro-Trump doctors to go on television and prescribe reviving the U.S. economy as quickly as possible without waiting to meet safety benchmarks proposed by public health experts to slow the spread of the virus. The plan was discussed in a May 11th conference call that included GOP-aligned groups and a Trump campaign staffer. Report Michael Bessinker and Jason Dariner. A leaked recording of the hour-long call was provided to the AP for this exclusive story. As large parts of the U.S. eased their lockdowns, Public health officials in some states are being accused of bungling infection numbers or even deliberately fudging them to make things look better than they actually are. That means Americans who are making decisions about reopenings risk being left with the impression that the virus is under more control than it is. Battered Bronx, co-op city in New York City's Bronx, borough, 
is the largest single residential development in America, and it was an easy and terrible target for the virus to slice through. It houses one of the largest elderly communities in the nation and has a population that is more than 92% non-white. The outbreak has killed 155 people, at least, living in the zip code that covers the complex. Roughly one out of every 282 residents, reports Brian Mahoney. More from the APUS team. Misinformation states, New Jersey has launched a website to debunk rumors, hoaxes, following a false text message of an impending national lockdown that circulated widely across the U.S. The effort comes amid a torrent of misinformation about the outbreak and is part of, a sim of similar actions underway in other states to knock down potentially harmful misinformation. High school graduations. Traditional ceremonies, a rite of passage, may have been canceled or postponed nationwide, but some are going ahead as usual with tweaks to account for health concerns. Two large schools near Birmingham, Alabama are holding back-to-back -back commencement exercises that will draw thousands of people tonight and Thursday night. Lost lives. A nightmare. The coronavirus killed Rena Martinez's mother and then her father. Both died in the same hospital just days apart. Both were in their late 50s and parishioners at Our Lady of Sorrows Catholic Church in the Corona neighborhood of Queens that shares its name with the virus. The historically impoverished Mississippi Delta region has been dealt a serious economic blow as gambling halls and associated businesses have been shuttered for two months. That means Thousands of people along the Blues Highway south of Memphis, Tennessee, are out of work. Casinos are supposed to begin reopening on Thursday, but gambling there has been on a slow decline for years. And now, one good thing. A New York woman has collaborated with the New Orleans Jazz Orchestra to bring a bit of Mardi Gras and moral support to frontline hospital workers and patients in New Orleans. The jazz music fan came up with the idea when she got her stimulus check. She donated hers, and a friend did too. More It's News to Me after this quick message from Postmates. Pizza, soda, beer, wine, just some of the things that you can have delivered with Postmates.com. Right now at Postmates.com, if you sign up for a new account, you can receive a $100 credit towards delivery fees. Just enter the promo code IndieFood and receive that $100 credit. Remember, the next time you need something delivered, why not Postmate it? Postmates.com And now, more news from AP, from the Associated Press. Here on It's News to Me. Cash, once king, now under suspicion and South Korean students return to schools. Is Cash King? In times of trouble, people have been known to hoard currency as a financial security blanket. Now, the status of money, 
pass from hand to hand just like the virus and is causing newfound fear and has changed things perhaps for good. From supermarkets in the U.S. and Japan to the shanty towns of Africa to the gas stations of Tehran, a growing number of businesses and individuals worldwide have stopped using banknotes. In the fear that physical currency, handled by tens of thousands of people over their useful life, could be a vector for the spreading of coronavirus, reports Zina Karam from Beirut. Public officials and health experts have said that the risk of transferring the virus from person to person through the use of money is minimal, but that hasn't stopped businesses from refusing to accept currency and some countries from urging citizens to stop using banknotes altogether. South Korean Students They have begun returning to schools as their country prepares for a new normal amid the pandemic but in a stark reminder that returning to normalcy will not be easy, students in some schools near Seoul were quickly asked to leave and return home after their classmates were found to have contracted the virus, reports Hung Jin Kim. More from the AP Global Team. Latin American Cities This is War says the head of the Peruvian government's COVID-19 task force. Beyond the hotspots of Brazil and Mexico, the coronavirus is threatening to overwhelm Latin American cities large and small. It's an alarming sign that the pandemic may be only at the start of its destructive march through that region. UN's Africa Worry the UN Secretary General has warned that the pandemic threatens Africa's progress and could push millions into extreme poverty. Antonio Guterres said that the countries on the continent have responded swiftly to the crisis and, as of now, reported cases are lower than feared, with more than, than 2,500 deaths. But, he added, much hangs in the balance. Turkey. Contact tracing. The country has based its pandemic response on partial lockdowns and work by contact tracers who identify people possibly infected by COVID-19 patients. And both, Tur both the Turkish government and local World Health Organization officials say the tactic has paid off. My Street in the UK. This essay of pictures chronicles how the virus changed a small market town street where the photographer lives for the better. People began introducing themselves to one another online, sharing news, asking if anyone needed extra groceries, kids who missed out on their birthday parties, get a chorus of songs up and down the block, and balloons are hanging from the front windows. Japan business as usual? These images show the popular scramble intersection in Tokyo's downtown Shibuya district and looking uncrowded, while eateries and pubs on the back streets are busy. Meanwhile, narrow suburban shopping streets are jammed on weekends and families strolling, strolling and hitting the lunch. Some bars and restaurants are open past their requested 8 p.m. closing time in Japan. And finally today, 
Cyclone targets South Asia. 2.6 million take shelter. Michigan dams breached. Thousands evacuated in flooding. A strong cyclone is, bl is blowing a deluge of heavy rains and strong winds into coastal India and Bangladesh after more than 2.6 million people moved to shelters in a frantic evalu evacuation made more challenging by COVID-19. Cyclone Amphan slowed slightly but could cause extensive damage from winds and heavy rain battering flimsy houses, a storm surge that may push far inland, and the possibility of flooding in crowded cities like Kolkata. Residents headed to shelters, some carrying bags with their belongings and all wearing masks to protect against the coronavirus. Officials went from village to village with loudspeakers warning people to take shelter. U.S. Midwest Flooding Rapidly rising water overtook dams and forced the evacuation of about 10,000 people in central Michigan, where the governor said one downtown could be under approximately 9 feet of water by later today. Governor Gretchen Whitmer declared a state of emergency for Midland County and urged residents threatened by the flooding to evacuate the area. She said shelters have opened across the county and are available to residents who need a place to go. Other stories, JJ, to stop selling talc-based baby powder in the U.S., that's Johnson & Johnson. Other stories, 20 years after withdrawal, Israel, Hezbollah braced for war. And quest for super-duper missile pits U.S. against key rivals. Alright, we'll be back in just a minute. I'm going to follow up on a news story from yesterday. I want to follow up on that professional wrestler who disappeared. That's next. Do you have a taste for the creative side of life? Or a need to share your art with others? If so, Redbubble.com has you covered. Redbubble was born in 2006 in Melbourne, Australia. The dream was simple, give independent artists a meaningful way to sell their creations. Today, they connect over 700,000 artists and designers across the planet with millions of passionate fans. So if you're creative and like money, why not open a shop on Redbubble in just minutes today? It's free. Just go ahead and upload your art and leave the rest to them. They arrange for printing on over 60 quality products to almost everywhere on earth. They'll get there. And that sounds great for the price, right? But perhaps you instead would like to support independent artists. Redbubble also has you covered there. If you're the type who likes to buy cool independent art, it seems obvious that Redbubble needs to be on your list of places to support independent art. For more information, or to sell or purchase great art, click the link in the show notes, and, or go over to www.redbubble.com, that's R-E-D-B-U-B-B-L-E.com today. Redbubble, bringing more creativity to the world.
Need something delivered? Do you need dinner? Groceries? Did you forget to stop and buy that bottle of tequila? Postmates is here for you. If you haven't tried Postmates before, we have a great deal for you. Just by setting up a new account and using the code IndieFood, you will be eligible for $100 in delivery fee credits for the first seven days of your membership. Don't wait. Go to Postmates.com and use the code IndieFood. That's I-N-D-I-E-F-O-O-D. Postmates. Anything, anytime, anywhere. Postmate it. There are 24 hours in a day. One third of the day is spent in bed. And why not be in the most comfortable you can get? Layla mattresses are more than just a foam mattress. They are copper-infused and flippable. That's right, flippable. If you like a harder mattress, use one side. If you like a softer mattress, flip it over and voila. And the great thing about Layla is getting to try it out for 120 nights. That's right, four months. And if you decide that you don't like the mattress, Layla will pick up the cost of shipping it back and give you a full refund. Layla also offers bamboo sheets, weighted blankets, and memory foam pillows. And if you act soon, you can take advantage of their spring sale. $150 off a mattress and two free pillows. That's a $300 value. Plus, they are offering $30 to $50 off accessories. If you would like to take advantage of this great deal, simply follow the link in the show notes to let them know we sent you and to help support the show. Layla Sleep, thoughtfully designed for the most cool, clean, comfortable sleep imaginable. Podcast Network. Nerd with a phone one here, otherwise known as Charles, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. But I also host a podcast called Nerd with a Phone Podcast, and the number one question any podcaster gets: What is your podcast about? Well, I cover entertainment news, news music, video games, television, comic books, and other hobbies. We say get nerdified. What does it mean? It means we get happy. All right, check out Nerd With A Phone podcast on IndieBlastNetwork.com. Also check out Everyone Has A Story and the other great podcast here on the Indie Blast Network. Thank you. Alright, and welcome back from the break. As I stated previous to the break, we are going to get into the entire uh, Shad Gaspard situation. And as was reported yesterday on this program, uh, three days ago, Shad Gaspar um, was missing and presumed dead when he saved his son from a riptide at Venice Beach, California. And unfortunately, uh, those dire predictions have come true. Uh, Shad Gaspard's body has washed up on Venice Beach um, earlier today. And just a quick Synopsis, he and his 10-year-old son, Shad and his 10-year-old son, were swimming on Venice Beach when they were caught in a riptide. Lifeguard went to do the job, but had to make a quick judgment call. 
to which Shad, as a father, said, save my son, and uh, sacrificed his own life for his son, per the lifeguard that was there to rescue them. And the source on that is pretty much every media outlet out there, but I believe yesterday's article I got from NBCNews.com. Very, very sad, and uh, it's a gut punch to think about that type of thing. I mean, it makes me think about my father, and uh, he is currently um, coronavirus positive, but asymptomatic, so... There is some correlation. The story hits a little harder than it normally would. And for those of you who are not wrestling fans, Chad Gaspard was in a number of projects, acting projects. Uh, his filmography includes Petunia, where he played the role of XL, Think Like a Man 2, The Golden Rod, is the role he played there. Movie entitled Get Hard, <laughs> he played the role of Big Ass Julian. In the movie Brothers, he played Ronnie Cross. In the movie My First Miracle, he played Jack. In the movie Officer Down, he played the character Brick. In 2017, he played... In the movie, Welcome to Willits, as Captain Carter. And uh, in the movie, Sandy Wexler. His role was not uh, as an actor, but he performed stunts in that. In 2019, he played Aaron Harris in the movie, Bolden. And in the upcoming Birds of Prey movie, he performed stunts. Alright, um, let's see. In television, he appeared on the television show The Game, and he appeared in two episodes. His name was Shad on the TV show The Game. In 2012 also, he played in The Execs as Warren for one episode. Um, TV show Big Time Rush, he was Marcus. TV show The Haunted Hathaways, Officer Bulgari, two episodes. On K and Pill, he appeared in two episodes. Um, Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn, he was Lou in one episode. From Dusk Till Dawn, the series, he was Omelka for three episodes. In the cut, he played Tony. And in Sharknado, It's About Time, he played Muhammad Ali. Um, let's see. Video game appearances. He was in WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 06. Um, the 2016 Telltale game Batman The Enemy Within, in which he performed the motion capture stunts for Bane. And he also did motion capture for the most recent God of War video game. All 
Alrighty, and one more thing here. We're going to give you some show updates to finish out the show here. Um, as it turns out, I have some good news. Um, I have not uh, talked much about it, but uh, I, of course, um, my father has coronavirus, asymptomatic but it shows no signs of having it, everything. I've been taking my temperature, I've been in quarantine, um, and all indications are, so far, that uh, come Friday, I'm free and clear, and I get to go back to regular work, which is great. It's a blessing, and thank God for it, right? However, um, it does push back my recording schedule, because uh, I, because I had nothing better to do, I was going to do nothing but work on these episodes, and I had my, my days planned out to do it. But uh, I have to go back to the real world, right? Um, so it's going to go back starting next week to the regular schedule of every Thursday night at 11.59 p.m. You will get a new episode of Nerd with a Phone podcast. Alright, so thank you for listening today, sharing and subscribing to Nerve with a Phone podcast here on IndieBlastNetwork.com, Anchor.fm, or wherever your favorite podcatcher may be. For Dreadful Rock 574, my name is Charles, your host for Nerve with a Phone podcast, and we'll see you on Twitter and Instagram where I am. Nerd with a phone one. Until next time, folks, peace.